The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from beautiful, sexy, steamy Studio City, California, still for now. This is the Napsuck Files podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsuck, and we are back. Back for 2017. I got some exciting stuff to update you on to talk about and to explain in part, as best I can, why the podcast feed went dormant, an unexpected hiatus in 2016 for the most most of the year. The latter part of the year, the mid part of the year, most of the year, I have to admit. I packed my bags and walked away, and I wasn't planning on it, so I have to explain that 2017 is going to see the relaunch of the Knapsack Files podcast feed. Just a return. We're going to have some of the shows you uh, have liked in the past, different things, um, recording schedules, and a new way for you to support the podcast feed and myself, which is hard for me to ask, but we're, uh, we're doing it. We're moving on. We're trying to grow this channel and take my career in a different direction, and I cannot do that without you guys, because this show is for you guys, and with you guys, and a lot of you have been with me along the way, going even back to when I started the feed in 2013 on a couple of crappy $20 microphones, and I don't even think I had a MacBook Pro then yet to to make this sound decent, uh, just plug in stuff, and it sounds halfway good. Back then, I had to, like, wires went into this, and then my laptop was old, and uh, we we waited through that time period. We got through it, and uh, we are looking for a new chapter, the Napsock Files podcast feed in 2017. So to start, I guess I should explain as best I can what happened. Why in 2016 did it go? And you guys would tweet at me, you'd write, you'd uh, say a lot of nice things, you'd reach out to me on my Facebook page, both my professional one and my uh, regular one, and hey, are there going to be new episodes? And I didn't respond. I've only recently kind of starting to to respond to some people who, who have written me in the last month and say, hey, stand by, stuff is happening. The Knapsack Files will continue. But um, I, I, for a long time, didn't, didn't answer because I thought maybe you'd be coming back sooner and I'd be getting back up and running. Um, uh, in 2014 and 2015, I, I had hit it pretty hard and, and, and tried to grow this channel, and there were some good, uh, there were some successes. Having the Night is Dark podcast on here, uh, which was co-created by Mod Garrett and Tiffany Smith and myself and produced by David Fickus and Bryce Beckham, some of the guys over at Drama 3-4, that had helped the channel, and it had grown, and we, we were hitting the top of the charts here on Podomatic and making some, uh, some inroads on iTunes as well. And then 2016 hit, and, and, and uh, some things started to change late 2015. As a lot of you know, if you know my career and you've been listening, my job changed, my career changed, my life changed when I finally left my day job after 17 years of trying so hard to get out of it. I started producing for Screen Junkies and Defy Media. And not only was that a uh, great and important life change for me, but it, it also kind of, uh, well, it kind of hurt my free time. 
the job was a little bit farther than I uh, had normally been had than I'd been experiencing at my day job for a long time. Uh, I used to complain about a 25 minute, 30 minute, sometimes 35 minute drive to and from work. And with uh, Defy, uh, it was about an hour, hour 15 on a good day, 45. And uh, you know, in, in LA traffic, I'm complaining. It's it's a, a privileged complaint here for sure. But uh, that actually cut into a lot of my time. By the time I got home. Changed, relaxed, ate, hit the gym. It'd be like 10, 11 at night. And it was time to kind of power down and go to bed. And and I couldn't record the Knapsack Files as much as I wanted. So it started to fade into the background. The 2016 rolled around. And uh, I put started putting a lot more energy into the Four Center podcast feed with Joseph Scrimshaw and Jennifer Landa, trying to concentrate on that. And that is, of course, still going strong. And you, if you're not familiar with that, maybe you're joining me now for the first time because you saw me on Jedi Council on Collider. I talk Star Wars. I used to talk Star Wars on Jedi Alliance with Maud Garrett and uh, many, many wonderful guests over on Popcorn Talks Network. And, and um, uh, Spotlight Star Wars had started on the Knapsack Files feed, and every Saturday it was just talking Star Wars. That's where the name came from because it was on a non-Star Wars channel, so I was creating a show called Spotlight, colon, Star Wars. I was going to do one called Spotlight, colon, Game of Thrones. Spotlight, colon, Wrestling, uh, that was kind of the plan, and Star Wars, uh, the ones, those Star Wars ones started taking off, and uh, I just uh, coming out of Jedi Alliance, I wanted to do more Star Wars, and I, uh, you know, had not joined uh, where I am now on Collider's uh, Jedi Council, so. I reached out to Joseph Scrimshaw, said, let's team up, let's do the Force Center podcast feed, which is what we uh, launched and what we've been doing, and Jennifer Lana joined the team, and uh, that stuff's going on, but I decided by, by 2016, I was like, I kind of needed to concentrate on that, but the Knapsack Files was still going, it's still my voice, I had the show The Three Things... Uh, which was a fun little side monologue, something easier for me to do because it was uh, getting also harder to get guests in. And I, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining or it was a difficult thing, but I'm just stating the facts. It was hard. Some things had changed. My schedule had changed. Um, my studio recording time here at home, the access to it had kind of changed and um, uh, you know, being home alone to, to do it. So I couldn't get guests and, and, and getting you know two, or th- two some, one, at least one, sometimes two, sometimes three of my friends to come to my house on on a Monday night and record uh, in my studio set up here, it it was getting more and more difficult. So I started to peel back and the interviews were getting less. And then I just kind of, uh, as I started to race towards 40, the Napsack Files was that place for me to dump all those emotions. I am now past 40, coming up on 41, frightening to think here in just a couple months. And um, yeah, hey, you know, 40's great. The other side of 40 is fine. I feel all right. I'm, I'm getting in the, probably the best shape I've been in in a long time, if not ever. I've got some more focus. I've got good things going on. Big job switch I can talk about. 40's good, but leading up to it, I'm sorry, I, it freaked me out. It freaked me out. A lot of people I know who are well past 40 try to get me through it, try to say, don't worry. You know what? They're right. Same thing when I was 30. I was nervous about 30. Past 30, it's great. And I can tell people now who go from 29 to 30, don't worry about it. It's actually better. The 30s are a great decade. Um, but it's, it's tough to believe when someone's telling you that. And I, was, I, I freaked out over 40 more than I thought I would. More than I thought I would. So the Knapsack Files kind of became a place for me to dump all those emotions. And so then when I turned 40 and had the big 40th uh, podcast, several guests on that show. Go back and listen to it if you hadn't. It was a fun show for me to do. But when that ended, 
I felt as though I had not run out of things to say, but I had no more to say about myself and life, the universe, and everything. Wasn't that wasn't that things were solved, that I didn't battle uh, all my issues still, but it just was, I felt I had put it all down there. The blood was on the tracks, and I got to this moment and moved on, and the idea of of doing a show like Three Things, where I sit down and talk about things that are on my mind, uh, got, uh, just didn't interest me as much, and and I have a lot more people to interview, which will be coming in 2017, but the drive to get them over and uh, the drive to talk about things with them. It just wasn't there. The passion had waned. The world's changed dramatically. 2016, a, 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 a dumpster fire of a year for a lot of uh, people and uh, our country and all those kind of things. And, and those are important issues that I don't necessarily like to discuss much in public. I'll discuss it with you in person. Uh, but I, I, I uh, feel, though, too, that, that though, those kind of discussions and topics are valuable and they're things that I should have. But but I didn't want to do it. And I felt uh, sitting down to talk about, uh, you know, what ice cream toppings I liked uh, didn't fit the mood of 2016. Um, but here we are in 2017, and uh, it, it was a good time. I don't necessarily always do the New Year goals and resolutions. Sometimes, yes, it's a helpful thing. The construct of time, it helps our minds. January 1st, good time to start over. So... I, I've decided that it's time to come back. I've got things to say, and you know what? We're going to do it all. We'll, we might get into some serious discussions. There's a lot more to things to talk about with depression and anxiety, and a lot of those. I want to do shows about that. Um, yep, the world is changing. The world's on fire. We can talk about that. Um, I think I got some things to say on that too. Um, but also, you know what? I do want to talk about what kind of toppings you should have on your ice cream because I believe that is just as important. Because uh, Steve Martin rose to power in the 70s in the comedy world. He said, all my friends were talking about Nixon. I put an arrow through my head because in tough times, people do want entertainment as well. Um, So I'm not always go, 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 go for the big important things. I am sometimes go, go, go. Let's talk about frozen yogurt, cookies, and baseball. Um, All that will be on here. Um, I can tell you the Knapsack Files, the classic shows, the interviews... We'll be here trying to iron out that schedule. Still have some of the same problems, um, but you're going to see interviews again, maybe uh, once a month, twice a month, as we ramp on up. There's going to be a show called Life Ranked is the title, working title right now. That could always change. I've got Star Wars Ranked over on the Force Center podcast feed. Uh, show I'd started. It's going to be changing if you're a fan of that channel. We've got something new coming with that. But I thought, hey, let's do the same thing over here with Life Ranked. Me and a guest going to go over some top five things of things that we want to see. The three things, the monologue show I'd done, will return probably once a month. Maybe a different name, but same type of thing. Me and you talking about things. And uh, the big news, I want to get right to it. It, it is time. It's been around for a couple years as a... As a uh, Way for creators to uh, support themselves, but um, so why I joke, I can joke I'm a little late to the ball. Uh, it is time I am going to launch my own Patreon page for the Knapsack Files. There will also be one coming for Force Center. Um, different thing. Um, and this is where I'll get honest. That's a little tough for me. 
that's a little tough for me. All these things, all these crowdfunding things over the years, the Kickstarters and the GoFundMes and the Indiegogos and the Give Me Your Caches and all those kind of things, uh, um, I don't have any ill will towards anyone that's done them. I've supported people on those platforms. I've supported people for some causes. I think it's a good thing. Money is still important, unfortunately, and sometimes you don't have it, and sometimes you need it, and money, money, money makes the world go round still, unfortunately. So uh, uh, I've never had a problem with anyone that's done it. I just always found it tough for me to get behind. Found it tough for me to get behind. Uh, for me personally, it just feels weird for me to ask you, hey, support me so I can create stuff for you. and Because this is a privilege and a pleasure for me. After I left my radio career in the late 90s and, and moved to L.A. and I was doing comedy and stand-up comedy and writing and everything was on spec and occasionally some money would come in for some things. I'd get paid for some stand-up stuff. Uh, did the Groundlings. Uh, I paid money into that, of course. Um, the idea, and I had a day job and I supported myself. For, for now close to 18, 19 years in Los Angeles, I've supported myself completely. Uh, people have helped me along the way, of course. Thank you, family members. But for the most part, it's been me. And uh, the, the podcasting, when it, when it kind of came to my life and helped me refine my broadcast passions, um, it was a fun thing for me to do. Not on the side. I took it seriously, obviously, and I think I've got some broadcast skills for sure because I was a broadcaster uh, back in the 90s um, and learned to do it the right way. I, I, uh, I just felt weird. It was almost like, hey, this was a gift for me. But as... Uh, I went and decided uh, what I'd want to do with my life. I'd call it that 40 thing, but um, an interesting thing happened, and I'll, I'll talk about it here. I uh, left that day job after 17 years, and I am so grateful and glad I did. Uh, very grateful for the opportunity that Defy Media, Screen Junkies, and specifically Andy Signore, uh, the VP over there, um, the chance that he gave me. Um, this guy over there, Michael, behind the scenes guy too, uh, senior VP, and he uh, okayed it, and they, they decided to uh, give me that chance. And I, you know, I, I am forever, ever thankful for for the chance that they that they gave me. But it's also, you know, a little weird. Uh, once I got there, it, it wasn't, um, there was this big rush of adrenaline on me getting out of my day job, finally. And while I loved all my time there at Screen Junkies, and it has changed my life, I, I found myself halfway through it not overly happy, not with anything or anyone specific, but just not happy with the situation there, not happy with what I was doing, and... Um, Thrilled for some of the things. Thrilled for the opportunities. I could sit, I could list pages of wonderful opportunities and experiences and people I've met at there. Uh, I'm saying this, choosing my words carefully, but I'm trying to be honest with you, my listeners, because that's what the Napsack Files was always about, is me opening up, and maybe we can all talk about things and work through things together. My pain might help your pain. Um, so the joy of escaping after 17 years, and then I found myself... Again, not unhappy, but not driving to work going, this is what I was supposed to do. This is what I wanted to do. And at Comic-Con in 2016, Screen Junkie Central was something we put on. It was a monumental feat. There were so many people who worked on it behind the scenes for Screen Junkies and Defy. Juwan Guillory, Ann Brashear, um, uh, we had a, a talent booker, Andy Signore, everyone... Um, 
uh, we put so much work, Josh Tapia, Brent Lydic, all these people, put so much work into uh, getting him. The marketing team, a guy named David Pacman, uh, broke himself almost mentally, physically to get this thing running. We produced 18 live shows in like two and a half days at uh, a restaurant uh, in... Um, in downtown San Diego, there at Comic Con, and it was wonderful. And I produced all eighteen shows with the help of a wonderful producer named James Anderson, uh, who uh, he produced kind of behind the behind the scenes, and I produced in a in a production booth along with JTE, Josh Tapia, the engineer. We all worked our asses off for it. It was a success. Uh, but there was a point in it where I was sitting in that booth watching every one of these 18 shows either have been completed, going on now, or or to come the rest of the weekend, and. You know, I got to be honest. I, I I wasn't part of the shows on stage. I wasn't part of the shows creatively, uh, other than uh, as a producer. Yeah, you're creative, but uh, that is uh, not what I wanted out of my career when I moved to LA 17, 18 years ago. Um, not that I, I just I'm just not necessarily a behind the scenes only type of guy. There's a producing and writing side to me for sure. You should you should have that in this town. Um, so it wasn't envy because the people on stage I loved and respected the Joe Stars and the Hal Rudnicks and the Nick Mundys and the Dan Merles and the Spencer Gilberts and the Andy Signors and the Roth Cornets and all those people. Alicia Malone was a big uh, factor of it, of course, and worked very hard to get his great guests. All those people were on stage, and I love all those people. But I I just I just knew I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. This wasn't it. So an opportunity started to emerge that it was a realistic opportunity for me to join the Collider video team and work with some of my closest and most best friends in the business, like Christian Harloff, Mark Ellis, Mark Riley, Josh McCuga. And uh, I, uh, I took some meetings. Nothing came official. But I just knew that this was going to get me in a direction I wanted to go, and eventually it worked out. In late October, I left Screen Junkies and Defy Media. Um, bittersweet as it was, it was hard. I shed some tears that final week because there's a great group of people over there, great, wonderful group of people over there who work hard, not just with Screen Junkies, but Defy. There's so, the Defy's very big, and there's a lot of wonderful, talented people that you get to walk the hallways with and see. Uh, Aaron Robinson and Jocelyn Davis, a, a clever, uh, are two of the most wonderful human beings in the world who, who work so hard hard to make that going. Matt Robb, uh, the, the head of Smosh Games, is a great guy that I got to know a little bit too late. I should have gotten to know him earlier. We had a great time producing gamer fights together. A guy named Michael Rainey runs a channel called Ah Me. He's a producer, writer type. He's a spectacular guy. Um, and and there's just uh, people behind the scenes at Screen Junkies. Uh, Parker Roberts and Josephine Moss. They're, they're The two girls would sit on the couch and as we get to have fun and I do drunk movie fights, they're the ones uploading it and, and doing the polls on Twitter, and, and you don't see all that as fans. So those people I missed, and that's why tears were shed uh, the final week there. Uh, the times that Lon Harris, the lead researcher and writer for Movie Fights, me and him would have a great time. Juwan Guillory was a supervising producer, and he actually left about the same time as I did and has a job in New York City now. We we had a great time. Jack Hergrew, the development guy, we'd sit every day and have a cup of coffee and talk Star Wars. I missed all that, but it was time to move on, and I did. And I went to Collider Video, and things are going good. I've still got a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, but things are happening for me in front as well. But even that, even that has reminded me that my start, my first real start as a professional was me and a microphone. 
I'm not spitting the rock tunes like I did from 1994 to 1998. We got some gin blossoms coming up. I'm not doing that. I'd like to do that. It's not as uh, financially feasible. They should, if they could unlock how music writes on podcasts, you damn well know I'd have an hour or so music podcast every week um, and go back to my uh, rock radio roots. But um, not to say again, uh, I'm still I'm happy where I'm at. I love working to the Collider Video team. Some great, wonderful things coming. We're all working very hard there. We're like a little band of rebels trying to make some things happen. Um, but that leads me to this. This is where we're at. 2017, the Knapsack Files is back. It's time to grow. It's time to claim a part of my career that I've put off probably out of fear. So the Patreon page will launch. It's a chance for you to join me on this journey, and I do mean that. Uh, It will always be changing. There's different support tiers. I'm trying to keep them uh, on the lower side. I don't need your hard-earned money. I just uh, just give me a little spare change so we can grow this. Uh, I can uh, get some uh, equipment, and, and there's fees that go into keeping these podcasts up yearly. Um, and uh, I'm going to grow this channel for you and with you, my loyal listeners and new listeners, and it's going to be fun. The rewards, check out the rewards. There's little fun rewards. Um, yeah, you know what? I don't have a lot of merchandise right now. I can't afford it. I don't have a bunch of Napsock Files t-shirts or Napsock Files drinking glasses or mugs. I don't have any of that stuff. That stuff could come. Maybe I'll get you a sticker book with my face on sticker form, and you could put it all over pieces of paper. A bunch of Ken Napsock stickers everywhere. I don't know. I don't know. But I am uh, going to have some rewards that are going to allow uh, you to join me in, in helping to de- make some decisions creatively. Um, some polls and special shows and broadcasts for Patreon members only. Uh, that is launching. A lot of you probably know how that system works. For those that don't, check it out. It's, it's pretty simple, and I, and I am asking humbly, if you, if you want to support me and come along on this journey from the inside with me, let's do it. And if you don't, nothing's going to change for you. You're going to get this show, more things coming. I've got some fun ideas and some fun people lined up to come into the Knapsack File Studios and do it. So that is it. That is my heartfelt story of where I found myself in 2016, where I feel I need to go. And this is a proclamation that I'm back, and it's a bit of an accountability challenge. If I say something to you guys publicly, I hope that that forces me to complete it. And that is a therapy point as well. You can follow me on Twitter at Ken Knapsack. I don't know if we'll ever have a Knapsack Files only Twitter feed. There's a lot of noise and clatter out there. Twitter is a is just it's there's it's just an explosion. Every time you go on there, your your timeline is 50 new posts. I don't know if a new feed will help me, but the Nap Napsack Files will. Uh, you'll get the announcements on my Twitter feed, feed which is at Ken Napsack N A P Z O K. I have a an official Facebook page. I'd like you to like that. Won't be accepting friend requests on my regular Facebook page um, from um, uh, people I don't know, friends and family and, and co-workers and colleagues, simply because of some of the privacy breaches I've had over the last year, which is a, a byproduct of, of, of having a raised profile, which I, I'm grateful for, but that's also sometimes what happens, the darker side of social media careers. But I do have an official Facebook page, uh, Ken Apsock. You, uh, I think it's Ken Apsock page. You can, you can find it. Search it as a blue check by it. It's the only thing I'm verified. Instagram and Twitter, I'm not verified. I don't really, uh, one day it might happen. I'm not seeking it out. Um, I know who I am. Um, but uh, on Facebook, 
Well, thanks actually to Screen Junkies. I give uh, David Pacman, the marketing director, full credit. Got me verified on Facebook. Um, so uh, that is me. Click and like. You'll get all the updates. The shows will launch very soon. This is early January. In the next week or two, you'll start seeing stuff coming through. But we up and running full in February. Please, if you want to support me, I would be thankful. But if you don't, I'm still going to be here for you. This is the Knapsack Files podcast feed. And we're back. Exciting times in 2017.